And we are back with the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Cousin P in the place to be with May May. And today we are talking about... Breakups. Break The good, ups. the bad, the ugly, all of it. Yeah. All of it. The breakups to the makeups to... Well, we're not talking about makeups. We're just talking about breakups. Yeah. I don't, yeah. We're I just mean, talking we can breakups. touch on it if we want to a little bit. Yeah, but, but it's not on the agenda right here. It's not what we're talking about today. Look at you micromanaging me. I'm <laughs> telling me what I'm going to talk about. I mean, you wrote it out, so I'm trying to what you wrote. Okay? <laughs> That's a little funny. Um, <laughs> and we're also back on this episode with a little bit of drink. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Today we are drinking on some Moscato. Which is my choice. Yeah, not a super special, but you know what it is. You got to get our buzz on a little bit. Every once in a while I get to pick a drink. Every once <laughs> in a while. And that's what it was. Oh mm, that's really, that's that's good, really huh? good. Well, I mean, Moscato is always going to be like... Every, I, I've, never heard, though, that are I've bad. never heard anybody drink some Moscato. I'm like, oh, that's cheap tart. kind is not good, but that's this tastes like honey. This is really this good. This is Kool-Aid. That's what it tastes it like. It tastes really like alcoholic Kool Aid to me. So, <laughs> all right. Um, and then first off, thank you everyone who is listening or watching this on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, feel, uh, please subscribe, hit the bell so that we can get notifications anytime we drop. And then those who are listening to it on the other streaming services like Spotify, uh, make sure you follow us so that way you once again get notified whenever time we post. Because there's also other podcasts on the Arctic House as well. Really good ones too. Exactly. Megan is even featured on a couple. So. Yes, that was really fun. Yeah, it was. Like I said, I think we talked about this last week. I want to be sure a guest did. again. This is like deja vu. <laughs> I think you said that exact thing. Yes. Exactly. Well, so, it means I'm not lying if I said the same exact thing. Yeah, or you're right? a robot. Uh, you know how much I forget shit. You know, I wouldn't That's remember true. me saying it's that. Smoking too much weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guilty. It's not, it's, it's not the alcohol. It's the weed. Oh, definitely it's the weed. <laughs> I'm Fuck. I'm teasing you. Um, now, the reason why I wanted to talk about this, now, I, I didn't throw it on the schedule. I think you did. But the reason why I thought it was a really good topic, just because, one, you know, 90%, in my opinion, 90% of relationships end in breakup. You know? Yeah. You know, marriage is the goal, but not every relationship ends to that. And Marriage isn't always the goal. For I, me, it is. Let me just make I, that clear. For I me, fully it disagree. is. But there's a lot of people that won't get married. They don't believe in marriage. So okay. marriage isn't technically the goal. So a happy me, relationship. L- there we go. Let me change it then. Yeah. Long-term relationship is the goal. Yeah, no that's one better. gets in a relationship. Well, some people do. But most people don't get in relationships expecting to, to fuck it up. You know, or to get fucked over. Like people hop in relationships because they want something lasting. And sometimes it doesn't lead to that. Yeah, even if it's not. Because there's a bunch of things that are like relationships that are just like, oh, this isn't serious. But you still have to break up. So yeah. no matter what, you still have to break up. So it just depends. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I think um, also, too, because we have two different perspectives and experiences on, on this. Because, you know, you've been in, uh, say, three relationships total. Current, right? Yeah, including my current one. Relationships, yes, but I've dated a lot of men. Yeah. And I've been in, I would say, about 12 official relationships, of course, and then also two dated as well. Yeah. So I have a lot of experience in that, yeah, you in that do. breakup. Yeah. You know, department. Um, so I, I thought it'd be really interesting for us to talk about it. Now, let's get into the deets first. I'm okay. Gonna, I want to get the, the tea spill. Actually, the well, the Moscato first. <laughs> okay. The good, the bad, the ugly. I want to hear the bad first. What is the worst breakup you've ever had? Um, So I've never really had any, like, crazy toxic breaks up, breakups where it's, like, a lot of drama. Uh-huh. Uh, but my last relationship I was with... He ended up leaving me for his best friend, who was a female, and I let that bitch stay in my house. Ugh. That's a pretty yeah. shitty breakup. It, yeah. it is because, well, and, and another thing, too, is because, like, when we were together, I was really, well, I wanted marriage and stuff. Like, that was, that was always, like, a known um, goal. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be in a relationship just to go nowhere. You right. know what I mean? Um, so that was always a goal, and he was like, oh... I don't want to get married, but I don't believe in it. It's just a piece of paper, blah, blah, blah. This motherfucker cheats on me, breaks up with me, is engaged within two months, and then married in a couple in a couple months after that. And that's the worst, too. It's like yeah. like all the things that you aspire to to do with that person. They and give they all the energy you no. with somebody else. Yeah. yeah, they told you no because it's like who they are. Like, just be honest. Right. Just be up front. If you can't see me going somewhere, like, just, just it's, it's trash. Is cheating always, though, like the, the worst? I mean, because... I've been cheated on, but mm-hmm. when I think back to it, 
majority of the time when I got cheated on, and, and sadly to say, this is like, you know, <laughs> like thinking back on it, like I feel uh, like kind of shameful about it. But most of the time when I got cheated on, it, it actually didn't lead to a breakup. And then it was weird. It was like, you know, one of those things where, okay, we're going to try to work through this. I was like that naive guy. Oh, I was the where, same way with him. But it was that, that was the final straw. That was the final straw was him breaking. Well, I, he, okay, no. So I he, caught him, I caught him talking to another girl, yeah. another, a separate female from the person he's with now. So someone else confronted him about it and he was like, Man, I don't know what I want. And I was like, I'm over here crying because I'm like, I want to fix this relationship because yeah. I'm like, oh, so we can be happy. In other words, like no. you didn't, you weren't the one that broke it off, but it still like ended. Yeah. In the end, he broke it off, which was good because yeah. like we went through that cycle multiple times. Like there'd be multiple times where I found him talking to other girls and stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was just, it was just good. I just, he was one of those ones I couldn't let go. Like I couldn't like, uh, not let go, but I couldn't. I couldn't be the one to end it because I still had a lot of hope at that right. time. Now I don't. That he can go fuck off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. What I was, about you? Well, I would say my the worst breakup I've ever experienced was pretty close to that. You know, like, but so basically, what happened was this was a person I was with, and they were they were a chronic cheater. You know, um, and it, they were cheating so much to the point to where, like, I knew it was happening and this person had no shame in telling me. You know, yeah. like, they were really open with it. It was almost like, in some ways, an involuntary open relationship. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the person was telling me, like, hey, you know, there was this guy I saw at Walmart that was really cute. I gave him my number. And then I would be like, okay. I, I was a rollover. I was a pushover. That's a, I feel like that's abusive. I, no, I let it happen. Like, tr- truthfully, feel, the person I, the person you, did it because I allowed it to happen. And, you know, what ended up actually happening was, so one day me and this person got into an argument mm-hmm. and I basically called her out. I'm like, you know, I'm doing all this for you. Every time you make a mistake, I forgive you. I, you know, I'm this, I'm that. And she was like, what, I was like, what could I do better? She was like, nothing. Like, you're perfect. I don't know what it is about me. I'm like, I don't understand what you're doing. It's almost like you want me to break up with you. And she was like, wait, what'd you say? And I was like, it's almost like you want me to break up with you. She goes, I am. She goes, I, I do all this to you because I wanted you to break up with me. So she doesn't look like the bad person? Yeah. But she, she looks like the bad person for doing that shit. She, she didn't want me to break up with trash. her. So that She's was trash. the worst breakup. Well, it was like the person was like doing all this stuff to try to get me to break up with her. And then in the end, I still didn't. Like she actually still ended up breaking up with me. And it was like kind of one that of sounds, things. Yeah, that sounds like the same exact thing that I was going through. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't going to let it end because I was like, there's hope. Yeah, but I would say the good, though, on the good for me, you know, a lot of my relationships ended mutually, a lot of them. Um, I think we both saw the writing on the wall, and it was like one of those things where it was like, hey, um, we're better off as friends. And we actually, you know, a lot of those relationships, I actually ended up becoming friends with them at a period of time, you know. You don't think that's possible? Not in my you... life, no. I don't want to be friends with any of the men that I've dated. Yeah, but all your relationships, though, have been serious. Like, I would say a good percentage of mine were not serious. Like, it was um, just... I don't know. You wouldn't consider your first two relationships serious? They were very serious, okay. yeah. There you go. But I don't want to be friends with either one of them. That's what I'm saying. I think, like, I think once you cross, like, a certain threshold, like, of seriousness in, in a relationship there's there's a level of authentic like authentic friendship that could be had and i think a lot of times like you you can't get to that level where you know you don't have to have all these extreme boundaries you know what i'm saying like well yeah well i think that i think that works when both people are mutually like agreed on it like you said you've had in the past i've never had i've never had that my first relationship i ended things because i saw that we were going to be going absolutely fucking nowhere right and I would have been tragic life, I feel like. It would have just been fucking not what I wanted. Um, so, no, we meet in... Shots fired. Yeah, for real. And then we didn't... We didn't mutually agree the first time. Mm-hmm. And then we started ta- talking again a couple... 
Actually, it was when I was a ha- when in the house with the girls. Like we started talking when I lived back in that house. Yeah, yeah. I um, and that relationship wasn't gonna work. It wasn't gonna work because you know, like he wanted control. <laughs> yeah, he wanted control. He was like, he was like, well, you know, what if I do if I ask you to marry me right now? And at that time, I was like, I'm not ready for marriage. I was like, yeah. I have too much going on in my life right now. And he's like, well, if you're not ready, when I ask you. Then you, then basically you can hit the road. And I'm like, what the actual fuck? Like, how do you mentally think that that's like something that's logical? So at that point, I knew this was not going to work. And no, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. I was like, no. I think that's a whole nother conversation. Though. That is. Because like, gonna be, you're going to be all like. No, I think that's a whole like emotional meaning, into like, it right now. You know what he did was wrong. Bullshit. But I do think at a certain point, like it would have been right. Like if I was dating somebody for seven years, and then I asked them to marry me, and they said no. Okay, this was two months after us not talking for like six years. Right. No, I I get that. Um, but yeah, like, no, I mean, that's not like a serious relationship, which you guys had at, at the beginning. But then the second time you guys started dating, no, there's, there's too much history to yeah, at it, that point to it, have a friendship with that person. And then plus, like, you know, it's not really respectful to your current partner, too, to have, like, a close relationship with someone who you had that much history with. I personally don't find it respectful. Well, no, because I think like, you can, like, co-parent and, like, you can be friends with your... Co-parenting is very different than But than But being... I feel like you can be friends. Like, the, you and your, your... The mother of my kids. Yeah. Um, you guys parent very well. Like, you guys mm-hmm. co-parent very well. And you guys aren't friends. But I have seen it to where they co-parent and they're, like, good friends still. Like, I think that's happened. It's rare like a platonic friendship i feel like it's in the same category category but yeah that's what i think i don't know what realm that would happen yeah i totally I think know. it is I've i totally it. think it is because it i feel on, like people can happen lose on TV feelings shows, for each other I... well i've seen it in real life oh okay I i've never seen, seen it that happen shit. people still i mean at least the people i know be claiming they baby daddies as if they still in a relationship it has to do with maturity yeah i don't know I, I just think once you get to a certain part there's a point where I don't know if a friendship could happen. No, this is the way I look at it. I, in person, like, if someone hurt me, like, really, really hurt me, I don't think I would want a relationship like that, period. Like, why would I? Well, yeah, but not all relationships I'd end bad. No. They can end mutually, like you said. Yeah. Now, you, you brought up um, the girls, and I know the story. I'm not going to have you go into the whole story. I don't want to talk about um, that. <laughs> but besides them, have you ever had to break up with a friend? I have a really bad streak with friends. Yeah. I feel like either I pick really shitty ones or there's times where I'm the shitty friend. Like, I will take responsibility for, like, my actions on things. But I feel like it's either, it's, like, back, it's, like, it's, like, back to back, right? It's, like, I pick a shitty friend and we don't work out. And then it's, we're, I'm friends with someone else. And then it doesn't work out because of my actions. And it just goes back and forth. So I have had to um, break up, I guess, with some friends. Yeah. But I, I've been the I've been the one that they dumped, <laughs> right? Uh, oh, that's happened often. Oh yeah, in high school, um, when I was dating my first boyfriend, I had a like a really close friendship, and there was a lot of reasons. But part of the reasons was because I choose to hang out with him over her. And mm-hmm. in high school, there's a lot of feelings and stuff. So she basically, she texted me and was like, "I can't do this anymore. I can't be your friend." Yeah. Legit felt dumped. Went home crying. I was I was devastated. We're friends now. We've we've grown past grown past it and everything. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever talk about it. I don't ever want to talk about it. I kind of just want to move forward from it. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why are you making those faces? I don't know. I think sometimes you gotta talk about your trauma. I mean, I mean, if you plan on having like a closer relationship some with somebody, like if you're not satisfied with the the level of closeness, sometimes you gotta dig deep in that. What's stopping it? You people know? don't like to hear about what I'm feeling about how I'm feeling, so I don't really try and talk to people about that. What do you mean? <clears throat> you will listen to me, and Jody will listen to me, and my parents will listen to me and stuff. But I honestly, it's really hard for me to talk about my feelings because people make me feel like I'm extra or dramatic, and it makes me feel like I'm too much. Not saying that for pity or anything like that. It's just honestly how I feel. So I don't really like getting into how I feel about a lot of situations. But Jody I, hears the brunt of it. But I think that's. I mean, personally, I think that's maybe you're overthinking it, because um, truthfully, not everyone's going to listen to your feelings. This is this is. Yeah, but I also take what they say to me. Oh, I get told I'm extra all the time. I get told I'm dramatic all the time. Yeah, 
Yeah. Don't you tell? Don't well, you say that you're extra? Get, I like, I don't know. Okay. I well, want to <laughs> stick with this. We'll we'll, we'll, hop, we'll hop on that train. Mini I'm therapy just, session over. No, I'm, no, I'm just saying. Like, I, don't know. <laughs> um, I think um, breaking up with friends is a lot harder than breaking up with. Oh, harder? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because um, there's so many levels of like, there's so many levels to of like a close friend that you that like once it's gone, it's really hard to get used to. Because I feel like with a relationship, there's, like, sexual part you have to get used to not having. But, like, with a best friend, you don't have the sexual part, right? You have more of a connection. So I feel like when that connection is gone, it's harder. Okay, I want to dig deep on that. So, okay. So when you break up with somebody, is that, like, the way you feel? Like, the sexual part? Like, you're actually really missing that? Because when I break up with somebody, like, like if I don't like them, you know what I mean? Like, like we've broken up and it was a bad breakup. The last thing I'm thinking about is how much I miss the sex. Like, it's like I'm completely turned off at that point. Like, I'm not even thinking about sex with other people. Like, my sex drive kind of just goes down the drain. No. Um, no. I have had some some guys that I talked to that I thought was going to work out, and we yeah. didn't work out. And the sex was just amazing. Like, it was just it was just really good. So, I have missed the sex before. In the past, but it doesn't turn me off. Oh. I don't know, because like you don't have to deal with all that stuff. You don't have to deal with all the emotional stuff during sex. You're just doing the deed. You're dealing with it. Like literally, you could do it and go. You can just. But okay, <laughs> okay, I just guess I guess that's why that. for me, because like it's always been emotional. You know what I mean? Like sex like, is sex. So sex for me has always been like an emotional thing. It's it's, it's always there's been not like, always an emotional thing. Not for me anyway. Yeah. Okay. For for me, it always has. So like, it's if, a good if thing. I'm like, if, if we've broken up. Like, and I don't have any emotions for you like that anymore. Like, I don't like you as a person. I don't like you, like, romantically. Like, I'm not even, like, because even, like, when I was single, like, you know, sex wasn't, like, the the thing that would lead me to someone. Like, I actually had to legitimately like somebody if I wanted to do something with them. Like, I just felt, I just felt disgusted, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to make this, conf- I'm, I'm just talking about Disgusted? Me. I did. It really is. I'm just talking about me. I know I'm sweating hell. Yeah, you're sweating. I'm sweating, sweating a lot. It's, my, sure. it's hot up in here. Sacramento <laughs> right now is like 95 degrees, it's and it's like 70. Yeah, it's like seven o'clock in the in the evening. So that's just how it is. Y'all don't have to put up with this shit. I sweat a lot. <laughs> um, but no, I just yeah. I'm the opposite because like for me, I can like somebody, but like if we have sex and the connection's really good, that puts that's that, that's like puts the cherry on top. That's what makes me really like somebody because if the sex is bad. Uh, oh. I get the ick. I guess it's different for like men and women. I think like, I think it is. Yeah, because like if, if I have sex with a girl and the sex is bad, I just try to teach. I, I take it as a challenge. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna teach you some shit because the next person, like, if like if we're not, I don't want to do that. I don't want to teach you. What the I, fuck I don't is wrong with women in that shit? Like, I don't like, understand what communicating with pointer- about. There's sex. nothing wrong with pointers, but when I have to give you a whole playbook on how to fuck me, like that's done. Like you should take. Like you should um, take pointers. Like oh. Switch this position, switch that position, right? But if like the whole thing, no, nah, I'm good. Women should take women should take pride in being the ones to teach a man how to do it better. Because I take first personally, I take pride in that shit. Like, like if I don't end up in a relationship with a girl and she goes off to other dudes and you know other dudes are raving about oh so and so gave dude then like hey you know I taught her that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like she learned that shit from me. I mean, some of the tricks I learned, I don't even remember who I learned them from. So that's (laughs) stupid. What are you saying? Easy top me. You never heard that song? No. Oh shit, you gotta hear that. Uh, Nah. Anyways, back on topic. Breaking up with friends for me, yeah, it's always been harder. Just because, like, you know, well, okay, for me, it takes a long time for me to develop a friendship. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot longer for me to develop a friendship than it does for me to develop a romantic relationship. Why? Um, I feel like it would be the opposite. There's a certain level of trust before I call someone a friend. Oh, that's true. You know, like like someone could be an acquaintance for a really long time. But until, you know, you meet my wife and you meet my kids and I could trust you around them. And like, you know, there's there's just that that trust that's missing and you will always remain in the acquaintance zone. You may not get invited to the birthday party, you know, but if you're a friend, you are, and you're a friend, you, you can come to the cookouts too, you know, where my family is and, <laughs> and I'm not going to be embarrassed 
to have you around. Um, so w- when I lose a friendship, it's it hurts. It really does. Like it, it sticks lot. with me for a real long time. And and most of the most of the traumas that I've had have come from losing friends. Yeah, it's very traumatizing. Because yeah. part of it too is like when you lose a friend, you you have to look in the mirror and be like, you know, why did this friendship fail? What happened? And then you start to overthink. What could I have done better? And stuff. I mean, it's the same thing in yeah. a relationship, but I just feel like with like friendships, and I don't know how to explain it, but they are so different breaking up because it's like that person, you're that my best friend. I pictured you being like at my. Go ahead, keep I talking. pictured you being at my wedding. Yeah. Right there by my side, like my partner in crime, best friend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And now you're not gonna. Now you're not gonna be there. I've had a couple girls like that mm. in my life where I thought like, Absolutely. oh, we, our friendship was going to go really far. And then unfortunately they didn't. And it hurt more. Honestly, my f- breakups with my friendship, because I remember them more, mm-hmm. hurt way more than any of the breaks, breakups with my I I can hope to agree with that. Because, you know, like even when I got married um, and I had to put together the my groomsmen, mm-hmm. you know, it. We had a lot. Uh, I, you had like five. I did. And I, and a lot. I originally had five people. <laughs> I had five people for sure that were supposed to be up there. Mm-hmm. And no offense to, to my groomsmen. I'm not going to like sit there and downplay like the importance a lot of you guys had in my life. Uh, but there were three people that were missing. You know, there were three people that, that were supposed to be, to be groomsmen before any type of drama went down. And they weren't even at my wedding. So that, that's just, you know. It's hurtful. It, it, it is hurtful. But, you know, it is what it is. Breakups happen for a reason. And um, a lot of times are blessings. A lot of the times are blessings in disguise. Yeah, you, so don't, you think you about don't it realize the them, and, and you may never realize them until you're at a point where you know you can look back at your life as it was, and then you look at it now and you can see the difference. Have uh, you that, what? have you ever like had to break up with a family member? Oh yeah, yeah. And that's never that's honestly it's weird. Like, I I think it probably has to do with. Um, you know, some of the identity struggles I've had, you know, with my family, mm-hmm. you know, being a Y single in, a, in an Ellis household. But, you know, my closest friends have always been closer to family than me. And I, I'm not trying to knock any of my family members, so that's just what it is. Um, so losing friends and cutting off friends has always been significantly harder than cutting off a family member because some, a lot of my family members I'm really not that close with. Yeah, and it's like you know. with family, you don't have a choice. They're there. You choose your friends. So when yeah. you feel like that option is done, it's it hurts. It's hurtful. Right. I had to break up with family before. And then also, too, the thing is, you know, like fam- there's always that perception with family. It's like, oh, you know, blood is thick in the water and, you know, families are thick and thin. So a lot of times. That's not always true. A lot of times with family, you're dealing with a lot of thick, you know, like there's, like a, con- there's like a constant amount of abuse that family dole on one another because it's like, oh, we're family. And you're going to forgive me and we're always going to be here. But with friends, you know, I admittedly, I deal with my friendships different than I deal with my friend, my family relationships, because it's kind of like that thing where, once again, family will always be there. But your friends, you can't take them for granted because they won't. That's facts. You That's know? complete facts. Like when, when things are so when things are more concrete, you treat them, you treat them. It's, it's weird. You don't treat them as well as things that are fleeting. It's, I can totally attest that because like me and my sister. We fight, yeah. you know, she doesn't, she will not treat any of her friends the way that she, she treats, treats me when mm-hmm. we argue and vice versa. Cause we get kind of mean to each other sometimes. So it's, it's, it's about an even playing ground. Depending and there's like on the, the whole day. thing like, Oh, it's just, you guys are just sisters. This is how sisters are sibling drama. I mean, know. I feel like that is facts, you know, but at, at the same time, it does affect you a lot when you do get older because there's relationships. Like as you get older, you just distance yourself from your family yeah i, I believe that every relationship has its limits though that, that's just they my, should that's just I, my thing like i've i've come to realize just because your family or friends or significant other regardless there's a breaking point for everything um i can spend time with someone so much to the point to where we've now we've broken the limit and once we break that limit there's arguing and there's headbutting because are you I, talking about a friendship? I'm talking about all of them, mm-hmm. all of them, B- because at the end of the day, you have different chemistry levels with everybody. It's just what it is. Right. And re- regardless if they're family or not, you know, they could be family, they could be your mother, but 
just because they're your mom doesn't mean you have the highest level of chemistry than you have with anybody else. It's all different. Yeah. Right? Like when me and my mom lived together, we butted heads a lot. The moment I moved out of the house, we talk to each other every single week. We mm-hmm. call each other every week. I call her. She calls me. You know, we can sit on the phone for hours and hours and hours. You know, like we're like best friends now. But, you know, if I were to move back in again, I don't know if that would be the case. And that's just what it is. It's because we, when you live together, sometimes you hit that limit. You know, like with me and even me and my brothers, you know, we fought a lot when we lived together. But as soon as I turned 18 and moved out, you know, once again, they're like, we're like best friends. So, um, yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta understand like what your limits are with people and then set the right type of boundaries. Now getting back to romantic relationships, Mm -hmm. this is one thing I've never understood. Um, I've never done it even in all 12 of my relationships. What the fuck is a break? What is a break? We're taking a break. What does that mean? Um, to see if you're really happy without that person or not. I've been on a break before to where it's like, <laughs> okay, do I really miss this person? Do I mean, do I want to even try and fix it? Is my life better without this person? Is there absence something I can deal with? Because, you know, there are times you don't even have to take a break. Think of it like this. Let's say you get an argument with your significant other. Okay. Uh-huh. And they don't talk to you for a couple of days because they need just time away to think about it. Yeah. You're like, if you're on the opposite end of that, you're like agonizing, wishing that wasn't happening happening right so, so when you take a break mm-hmm. it's kind of it kind of puts you in that situation to see you know do i really want to try and make it work with this person or am i happier by myself i disagree with like well i don't disagree with well, what you're saying but i just i disagree with the uh the idea why why can't you think i mean because let me guess let me guess hold on hold on hold on hold on you think that it's dumb um because i feel like you are gonna say something about when women do it they just go fuck hella people and then come back and it's okay. Oh, I don't. I, don't, I hate that fucking argument. Oh, it's I, so that's stupid. Not, that's not my argument. My my argument is this, and this is what I've heard. I've heard that typically when people go on breaks, and regardless if it's the man or the woman, once they start sleeping with anybody, feelings are hurt. And my problem with it is if we're not in the relationship, meaning the relationship is done. There, there's no ownership. There, there's no obligation. And the, the problem I have with taking a break is it's having your cake and eating it too. It's basically, hey, let me go and try to see if I'm going to miss this person. But in the meantime, while this person is waiting for me to make up my mind about whether or not I want to be with them, I'm going to go do what the fuck I want. But you're trying to see if you're, if you if your life is better throughout that person or not. You I can may do not, that. I can do that, and we could be broken up. You can. You may have <laughs> like, not been. Um... And that's my thing. Like, just break up. Don't 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 call it a break. Don't set any expectations about. Hey, we're gonna get back together one day because that's I know not what a break is. A break is let's just take a break and see how it goes. If you set the expectation to get back together, then that's just like a gateway to cheat. Then that's not a break. In you... my eyes, that, that's a break up. Like mm-hmm. like the way people have communicated a break is like we're just on a term of not being together romantically, but we're going to get back together. Like the goal is for us to get back together. That's not always the goal. Go, no. Okay. It's like a free trial. It's a hall At pass. At the end of the relationship. It's basically a hall pass. Well, you know what a hall pass is? I know what a hall pass is. I'm not stupid. I'm not calling you stupid. It, I'm just, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have to think about that one. Let's circle back to that one. I don't know if I think that's that. I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I just like I said, I'm just saying. I'm I gonna think, pop uh, up and just randomly start talking about this again once we, my brain we comprehends it. Little hamster starts going think, around. Hey, I'm ready for <laughs> it. Like I said, I just don't. I just don't believe in it. I think. Um, <laughs> I think all things have an expiration date, and I think once you try to push it past the expiration date, you're just kind of setting yourself up. Um, at the end of the day, if you think if you're willing to take a break, you're willing to work through things. That's just how I look at it. I feel like you can take a break once. Anything more after that, you're just abusing it. You can take a break once in a relationship to see, you know, is this person really making me happy like I think they are or whatever. And a break doesn't always mean that person's going to go fuck someone else. They just may need time to themselves to think, is this how I want my life to be? Oh, like I said, I don't really care about that part, the whole fucking someone else. Like, if, 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 if I was ever in a relationship where the person said, hey, that's going to break, we're broken up. 
we're broken up, mm-hmm. and whatever I do is my business. Yeah. Oh, like I totally agree. 100%, if you're, if you're and on a break, you do is your business. Like I'm approaching it like that. Um, I agree because if you're on a break, either person has there. You guys are technically single. You know, it's like you guys kind of. It's like you kind of put a pin in the relationship and you go off, you know, and do whatever, Wait, so and then, you come back. So do you tell people that you're on a break? It's no one's business. Okay. So when I say like I've heard, this is what I'm talking about. So like I've tried to date girls before mm-hmm. who were on a quote unquote break. Like mm-hmm. it was their relationship that they were on a break with. So when we would start dating, they would go, hey, you know, me and me and Jermaine are on a break. What does that mean? Well, even though we're not together, we are still trying to work it out. So it's kind of complicated, right? That's where like that whole like Facebook status, it's complicated is. Like it, yeah. it's not. You like either together or you're not. You know what I mean? Like if you can't work it out, then just like end it. If you can't work, if you're not willing to work it out, that that's truly what it is. Because like at the end of the day, if you think you need to take a break to find out if you're gonna miss somebody, and that's what you're clinging on to as far as like what is gonna make your relationship or work or not, is how much I miss somebody. You're already setting yourself up for failure. Why? Because a relationship is not. It's not lasting on love. Just keep it real. That's love, what I'm saying. Yeah, so, lo- like, if love, mm-hmm. love and, and you missing somebody is not enough for you to make a relationship work. So, like, if you're gonna break up with someone or go on a break just to see how much you do, it's over. It's not just about missing them. Okay, what is it about? I, I mean, it could be all of that. They could they could take a break with somebody and see is this like I said, how is my life going to be with or without this person? And that just has a bunch of different aspects to it. I believe in breaks, so, but I believe in one break. You get one break, like just for a little bit, and if you guys get back together, right? Yeah. You can't take another one. You got to end it. So, what does it take for a break to end? A break to end? Yeah. A mutual, a mutual thing of wanting to get back together. How does it happen? By the person talking to the person. Right. So them working through it, right? Them like rekindling their relationship. But there could be people. There could be things that person's trying to work through themselves. Someone may not even be ready for relationships, so they may take a break to be like, "Am I ready for this? Okay. Am I ready to commit to this person?" I I can I can I can agree to that. Uh, but to... I've taken a break. Be- actually, I have taken a break before in my first relationship. Yeah, and you ain't with that person. No, and it was a lot of drama. Uh, it was a lot of exactly. drama. But um, I do feel like it is valid for people that they can take breaks. You know, I do believe in separation, though. I mean, I don't think you should break. Separation to me is like divorce. Like that's no, the first thing no, no. that like Se- separation is so like, official. Like separation could happen within the same house. I can sleep in a different room than you. Yeah. Yeah. That's separa- well. I mean, like I mean, okay. Separation to me is connected to like marriage and all aspects of that. Separation doesn't sound like a like a boyfriend girlfriend type situation. Does that does that make I think sense? It, I think you could apply to both. I don't know. You know if, we, if, if we're boyfriend and girlfriend and we live together, I can go crash at, you know, I can crash at Roger's place for a week. He can make you sleep in the garage. <laughs> he's, he's saying no. <laughs> I'm still going to come like, dude, she kicked me out for the week. Got to stay here. See if we miss each other. See if we work it out. If this doesn't, if this doesn't work out, I might move in. No, just and, kidding. You know, another thing with the break, too, uh-huh. is like some people have blinders on relationships. They they think their relationship is so good or uh, they have... Mm, Oh, no, just yeah, saying. blinders on. So it's like I feel like sometimes also with the break, it's also like reality check. Also, I think that can happen regardless. Um, you know, one thing that happens during a break or a breakup is there's always a rebound, or just typically, not always, not everybody. About ninety to five percent, there's not, a rebound. Not, not everybody believes in the whole ideology that you know to get, to get over, over somebody, somebody get, under. get under. <laughs> no one believes in that shit. Um, but what happened? Okay. Uh, not everybody oh, believes in that shit. Yeah, I would like a refill. Um, but if someone is a rebound, should you let them know? No. Wait, 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 wait. If somebody is a rebound, you shouldn't let them know. You shouldn't tell them. That if the they- person wants to know, they can ask. But it's not my obligation to tell them. I'm not going to ask about their history. It's not my business. We're not together. Now, if we were trying to make, like, let's say, let's say I was talking to someone and there could be some inclination that could be further. Yeah, I would kind of tell them the situation, what's going on. 
But no, you do not need to know if you're a rebound if you are just a rebound, if you are just some dick. That's, you don't need to know that you're anything more than that. Ser- I'm so serious. Guys do it all the time to girls. I'll probably, probably some of the guys that I've hooked up with, I've been a rebound and not even known it. I don't ask. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I, okay. Um, <laughs> I fully disagree. <laughs> I'd be mad if some dude was, um, was, was, if we were having sex and all of a sudden he told me we were a re- I was a rebound. You're a rebound. Exactly. <laughs> That's not how it happens. Like, okay, cut. We're like, done. That's not you funny better how finish because I'm done. Well, what I'm saying is, okay, if I just got out of a relationship, one of the first things I'm doing if I start dating somebody is I tell them, hey, I just got out of a relationship. I am still processing things. If they ask. And I'm telling them because because <laughs> that's so, that's that's the respectful thing to do. Like now this person that I'm dating doesn't have their feelings all out of whack, right? Like if if we're if I'm trying to get over somebody, right? I'm usually trying to put all my attention into dating this person. That's that's usually how it goes. So if I'm trying to put all this attention into dating this person, this person may get the idea. Most rebounds don't turn into relationships. Most rebounds are just sex. I disagree. But most people go, okay, this person's giving me all their attention. They're giving me all their time. They're putting in all this effort. I love this person. I'm in love with this person. Oh, I think I'm falling in love with this person. If I don't tell them, that I just got out of a relationship, like they don't have a chance to protect themselves. They don't have a chance to, so, to safeguard. Uh, okay. Like I'm going to tell this person, I'm going to tell them regardless. Be, like, even if they, even if they go, nah, I don't think I want to do this. I totally respect that. If they go oh, cut, yeah, I'm out of here. Cool. You know, do you like do but, what you think you need to do to protect yourself. But I'm going to give everybody the right to protect themselves. I think, I think your, yours and I definition of what a rebound is, is a little bit different. A rebound to me is like after breakup, it's like after breakup, just sex, just trying to make yourself better. Like a rebound to me, I don't believe in rebound relationships because if you talk to someone, you guys end together, you're in a relationship. But a rebound to me is just something that's not really connected to emotion. Like with that other person, it's just, it's just. Okay. Um, I don't know. I. You don't agree I, with that I, at all. No, I, I think. I think my definition of rebound goes one element further. It's that there's not emotion because I'm not available emotionally. It's not because I'm going into this without emotion. That to me is a fuck buddy. That to me is a friends with, well, I don't believe in friends with benefits because they're not a fuck. But that's friend. consistent. But that to friends me. Friends with benefits, fuck buddy is consistent. A rebound can be one time. So if you fuck with somebody one time after a relationship, you think that you're obligated to tell them that you were in a relationship? Yeah, but a Why? rebound doesn't have to just be fucking. A, a rebound could be me spending time with somebody. A rebound's not. Uh, that, see, a re, a to rebound me, that's not, not a rebound. A rebound's not only sexual. That's what it is to me. I don't. I can't see it any other way. They're just a friend. Wouldn't that make every previous relationship cause a rebound then? Like once you've had one relationship, every one after that is a rebound. No, what I mean that that's good, but no, what I mean is like if you are just out of a breakup. And you go fuck somebody, that would be a rebound to me. That would be considered a rebound. No, that'd, that'd be just fucking. That's a rebound. To me, that's, to me, that's, okay. I mean, that's, that's I guess, the difference in our definitions. To me, that's just fucking. A, a rebound is, to me, is the relationship, whether it's sexual or, or non-sexual, but it's an, a romantic relationship of sorts that you enter with somebody else before you have finished processing your feelings out of a previous relationship. You're it putting so much into it. A rebound is just someone who's... Because there has to be... It's a post-breakup, there it's has a post-breakup to, thing. There, yes, post? it is a post-breakup thing. Post. The, that's the only way a rebound can happen is if it's post-breakup. And the reason why it's a rebound and not just a fuck buddy is because you're still... Like you're still romantically interested in the previous relationship. That's why it's a rebound. It's not just because you're fucking the other person. It's because you are still romantically available for the other person while the the previous person, while you're trying to do something with somebody else. You can look up the definition. Basically it's, you know, it's not uh, actually bartender. Can you, can you read us the official definition? Of, of what a rebound is, just so that way we can get this settled. Okay. 
A rebound relationship is a relationship wherein an individual who just recently ended a romantic relationship gets involved with someone else despite not being emotionally healed from the breakup. So, it, so says, it says nothing about having sex. And that's what I'm talking about. So, like, if I'm like... Google has to be PG. <laughs> He's saying, read, like, read between the lines. It doesn't have to be PG. That's what a fuck buddy is. A fuck buddy is someone who you just get in under after a relationship or even not after a relationship. You're just fucking with. Mm-hmm. But a, a, a rebound is somebody who you, you... Basically, you're using that person as healing. You can't have a rebound to somebody if you're not in a relationship but you can have a fuck buddy with anybody with no exactly. stipulations you know what I'm doing see what I'm saying yeah so so a uh, rebound is situational whew. a rebound is 100% situational I've got the more uh, but the only situation you can have a rebound in is after a breakup okay but Martina has one more I've got the more rated R version okay. let's hear it rebound is getting into a relationship with slash hooking up with someone you generally don't slash. care about much simply because you have recently broken up with someone and you are in the process of getting over them and want to have someone to fill the gap until your next meaningful relationship. There you go. I've never been in a rebound relationship, I guess, so that's why. Okay. I mean, I've had rebound hookups. I've I've had plenty, but. I have had plenty of rebound relationships, unfortunately. I can't can't do that emotionally. I shut myself out for a a while before I can do that. So for me, it's just it's just sex. Like rebound is just sex with somebody after a relationship that you kind of just like use to help you feel better. So it's the same essence, but I don't consider, I don't a hundred percent agree with that. Just because I've never been in that situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, are you smiling? What are you gonna say, smartass? You're, you're not agreeing with the actual official definition, but let's let's okay let's let's just use that definition. Okay, okay? let's use the official definition. Should you tell the rebound that they're a rebound? No. Still, unless they ask. Okay. Uh, men out there, beware. Because you may be a rebound. If you want and to. And you may not know. You, and you may be pulling out you all the know, stops. If you want to know, you can ask. So at the end of the day, guys, when you start to feel like, hey, I'm putting in all this work. And for some reason, she's not connecting with me. Why is she not connecting me? Ask. Ask why. And what she will tell you is that you're a rebound. And then your heart will be broken. <laughs> but in my in my but what I see is I don't see that as a rebound like a guy trying to put effort in it's just that's a rebound. sex it's nothing more than sex no I'm saying using that definition I'm saying using the official definition not the Megan definition okay the, so then the, yes and no yes and no if it's just sex then no they don't need to know my situation honestly I mean I can kind of tell them that yeah I just broke up whatever but it's I'm not obligated to but if yeah. yeah if the person's trying to talk to me and make a connection with me further than that then yes Yes, I would tell them okay. the situation. I would never use the word rebound for something like that. I would be a little bit nicer because rebound yeah, is kind of harsh. But, I wouldn't call them a rebound. But yes and no. But if if it's just a rebound hookup, yeah, motherfucker, you don't need to know nothing about my past. You just need to deal with the situation now, and then we can move forward. That's about it. Okay, there we go. So guys, you're protected. We're good. <laughs> we're, we're safe. Everybody making me seem like such a bad person. No, I'm just trying I to make sure we all are safe. Crisis averted. Like, shit. I was getting scared. I'm like, man, no wonder all these relationships that I tried out didn't work. Okay, yeah. I was a rebound the whole time. I didn't even fucking know. (laughs) Anyways, um, moving on. So, does living with somebody make it harder to break up with them? Yes. I agree. That's It's definitely because it's like, you can break up with that person, but that person's still living with you. You can't get away. I have a friend who's in that situation she's really not with this person, but they live together. Okay. She's kind of stuck with this motherfucker. And yeah, it's hard it's, when, when rent's $2,000 for a two-bedroom apartment. Fuck California, no dude. It's so expensive. <laughs> it's like, man, how could you even break up with somebody and start your own life and get away from even like a domestic violence situation? They can go live situation. on Roseville Road. That's just... That's, that's crazy. You know, my dad calls that Whoville. 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 Whoville's in the front. Mad Max Fury's in the back. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like sad. That. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways. It's, it's, really, it's really hard. Um, yeah, and what makes it, like I said, what makes it harder is the rent increases. And, like, the, the scary thing is the, the dark side of relationships. Like you said, like your friend. I'm not sure if it's, like, I'm not going to put her shit out there. I don't even know what a friend says. But, like, for people who are in, like, domestic violence situation, could you imagine, like, where do you go? You know, like, if you're, like. A, like That's why a lot of people are stuck. Yeah. That's why a lot of people stay in these relationships for so long. They don't have places to go. They don't feel safe. They don't think people understand. 
There's been, um, I've seen victims where they think that, oh, because of who I am, like, they're not going to take my trauma seriously. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? That's, it's, that's a whole other situation, other topic, but it's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And um, any women or even men who are out there right now dealing with domestic violence, there's a link in the description below for you to, uh, you know, get some help. So Have some support if you need it and everything. And follow that it's link important. there. Um, now, here's, here's an interesting question. Okay. And this is a question that I see on the internet a lot, especially when it comes to breakups. Who suffers more in a breakup? I think men it, or women? I think it's the it's the I think it just depends. People nowadays are so emotional, men and women, that that it kinda you can't say because of emotion. Okay. Um, I think it depends. Whoever breaks up whoever is the person that breaks up with the other person, the one who gets dumped usually suffers more. Look at you giving the PC answer. I'm giving a correct answer. <laughs> okay, fuck the PC shit. I'm, I'm giving a legit correct answer. So whoever whoever gets dumped is the person that suffers more. You can't put that in just a silent on a uh, like a sex of a person. Mm. I mean, technically, there's more than just two. So you're gonna put them in all that categories. Like you can't put it on the base of the sex of a person. It's the emotion. I feel like it's the emotion that de- determines who suffers more in a breakup. Okay. This this is a bit of a hot take, but um I feel like men probably suffer a little more. Yeah. Why? It's, it's Why just, bartender? It's a lot easier for women to find a new relationship. Okay. That's a good point. Women go through a lot of emotional stuff though, dating. It's not easy. Yeah, they can get men and stuff, but it's coming from someone who's coming from someone who has dated a lot of men. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them that were just bad. Yeah, I get all this attention. Is it good attention? No. Is it healthy to attention? No. I don't feel like that's fair. I get that. But what I will say is this. Um, and just to kind of push back a little bit. Cause t- to be honest, I I can't speak for women, but I could speak for men and stats. So okay. most breakups, and I think that the number is actually pretty it's a pretty big gap. I, I want to say the number is like 72% of breakups are initiated by women. Now, right? I so agree if with that. So if we're using your logic, which is, you know, the person who gets broken up with is the person who deals with the suffering the most, then we would say mostly it's men. Right? I'm not defining it by gender because that changes. I feel like a lot more women now are more finding their voices and finding who they are and be like, I'm not going to stand for this bullshit and end up ending things. This whole but that, like no, but last that's... 10 years of, of women have become so more independent type shit. So they're, they're not settling. I, I hear that. But since the beginning of time, most divorces and, and breakups were initiated by women. It's, it's always been a, a staggering number also too. Um, besides the emotional impact, cause men do feel the emotions too. Trust me. Everyone who's in high school with me knows. <laughs> um, there's also a social aspect that men suffer from when it comes to relationships because typically... Not very masculine to let your emotions show. That there, but typically when you break up, when you get broken up with, most people assume that the reason why the relationship ended was because of the male. And even more if you're a minority male. That's just what it is. You know, like when... Like when the mother of my kids broke up with me, actually, no, I broke up with her. And, and, and when I broke up with her, it was me explaining to her why we should separate. I told her. I told her the very reason, right? But it got blew up to something else. And other people believed it immediately. Because it fits the stereotype of why she women... She said... Hold no, on, hold on. Oh, no. It fits... It, it fits the stereotype of why relationships end. And and there's a lot of stereotypes when it comes to men in relationships. There that are. example is not valid because I know this story. I know the story that you're that you're talking about. She spread lies and, and stuff about you. Like she wasn't in the right. And I understand that you get punished for that, but she wasn't in the right and people believed her anyway. That's not right. But she's not the only one that does that. It does happen a lot, but that has a whole thing with integrity and stuff like that. That's a that's on you. But it but it also once again has to do with perception. People perceive 
men typically to be the reason why relationships fail. It is what it is. No, it is. But if you don't give a fuck about what people think, then why does that matter? Because it affects you in ways that can affect your employment, that can affect your future relationships, that can affect your friendships. I lost friends because of it. Guys lose friends because of the perception that they have. Because a woman may go, you know, to save her own reputation. Hey, me and, you know, me and Devon didn't work out because Devon was talking to other bitches. Mm-hmm. Right? Devon may not have been talking to other bitches. But she may have felt insecure throughout the whole relationship. So because of her insecurity, that's what she let, that's what she believed. So she broke up with Devon thinking that because of her insecurities. And not everybody is going to read into that. Mm-hmm. They're not going to read into her insecurities. No one's going to ask, well, hey, what's the real story? What really happened? Explain your side of the story first and let's see if we believe it. No one's doing that. Everyone's just taking the stereotype that fits and are running with it. Uh, I think Bartender has something that he wants to say real quick. What is that? Well, just to uh, kind of circle back on what you guys were talking about earlier. Um, who would you say would suffer uh, suffers more in the breakup? In the case of domestic abuse, the you know, abuser or the abusee, who suffers the more out of in that breakup? Absolutely, yeah. the person that's abused, a hundred percent. The the person that's that's doing the abusing, I think, would be the abusee, uh, deserves everything that comes their way. They would suffer more because of when they're losing that power, the person that's in an abusive relationship is free. They wouldn't suffer. They'd be like, "I'm I'm free." Yeah, I mean, if you if you that if you, that that abuser has now lost their power, has lost their 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 punching bag. Now they have to go take their sorry asses and go find another one. Okay, I agree with. And then they have to train that part. They have abuse. There's so many levels to it, and and to get someone hooked on that, you have to basically train that person mentally, and it's a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's not good no, training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I agree with you, and I'll I'll repeat what I said. They deserve everything. That comes after they lose their, you know, their power. They they deserve it all. Oh yeah. Whether they go to jail and they become the abused in jail, I don't fuck. You know, like I mean, at the end of the day, it's you know, you what well, goes around d- comes around. Huh? Exactly. You dug your own grave. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was a good question, bartender. That was a good question. Um, here, here's a question when it comes to to breakups, and this is something that has affected my past relationships and have actually ended them. Is closure necessary and i i'll oh, go ahead no continue your question i was gonna say because like i've been in experience i've had experiences before where i was in a relationship and my partner felt like they needed closure from a previous relationship do you think it's necessary yes but but okay um i think there's different ways of getting closure than actually talking to the person i feel like you can get closure from relationship by mentally trying to move on like you know when people write letters and burn them burn pictures and stuff that in its own way is closure it's closure to that part of their life that helps them move on closure is not meaning always talking to that person and finding out why we didn't break up for me closure is just closing that door trying to trying to figure out what was what keeping that door open to close it and then move on i agree yeah yeah um i wish it <laughs> I, I, I wish it happened. That's rare. <laughs> I wish it happened more often like that, but unfortunately, it doesn't. Well, P, I don't think people know. Here's a a thing about like dealing with breakups and stuff is people don't know how to handle that stuff. Yeah, you know, and then you get friends, toxic friends that when you break up or like, let's say the boyfriend cheats or whatever, mm-hmm. they're the toxic ones. Are like, let's go fuck his shit up and let's yeah. go do all this shit. You know, people don't know how to break up. Correctly, I feel like, and they don't know how to get closure correctly. Okay, so okay, that that leads us to our final question here. Okay, as we, as we wrap it up, how how should you? And I'm, I say should because I can't say a hundred percent of the time I've done it this way, but how should you deal with a breakup? Block that person, get them out of your life. You need to self care for yourself for a while. You need to do some really hard thinking to see like what went wrong in the relationship because it's not always going to be 100% that person. You both are going to have faults in the relationship as to why it didn't work for the most part. Sometimes you just date someone who's just a scumbag or a bitch or an asshole or whatever. Um, but I feel like distance, blocking mm-hmm. that person, getting them out of your life for sure, 
self-care are really good ways to help deal with the breakup. I feel like being um, around a supportive group of people is also helpful. I don't feel like being alone during a breakup is always good. It's never good. All the time. Like you can be alone sometimes and stuff. And that's where you do your self-realization. But to be consistently alone doesn't help the situation because then you become lonely. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, well, what if we can try and fix this? And you just go backwards. Yeah, I agree. I think... um... (laughs) Two think, for two. I think you hit it. <laughs> Look at that. I'm not the hey. I'm not the say all be all. I'm not the law. I know, but you you but, play devil's advocate all the time. We hardly agree on anything anymore. I don't always play devil's advocate. Uh-huh. Sometimes I just don't agree. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I agree. Um, I guess to, just to simplify it, yes. Uh, first thing is remove proximity. You know, get get as far away as possible from the person, and that means moving out. That also means, as you said, I mean, blocking the person. I don't, I don't see that. On a, I don't think that's unhealthy. I don't think that's negative. I don't think that's toxic. Um, I think that's self-care. So, What do, what do you do when, you, when you're on a diet? You, yeah, you cut that food out and you take it out. You don't even have it in your household anymore because of temptation. Exactly. It's the same thing like you're on a diet. Um, you have to have a good supportive group. You know, um, a lot of people go through breakups secretly. And, and and it's usually because they're like ashamed, judgment man, about the fact that mm-hmm. that the relationship ended, especially if they've been in a really long relationship. They don't want people to to bombard them with questions. Um, <laughs> they the they also don't want <laughs> the um, the attention of people who are trying to take advantage of the opportunity that they're now single. I get that, but at the same time, when you let like it's kind of like the same principle of like if you speak something into the to existence, there's a good chance of it happening, right? Like if I talk about a goal, that's going to happen. If everyone hears my goals, there's a good chance that I can stick to them, right? If everyone knows that you and so and so ended, there, there's you, you're going to have a better support group. It is what it is. People are going to there, there are going to be some people who are going to take advantage. Very few, truthfully. We mean take advantage. Like the opposite hey, sex. Hey, to- Megan, I'm so sorry that you and so and so broke up. Hey, if you ever need someone to talk to, my house is welcome. Yeah, why don't we go get a coffee? Yeah. <laughs> that, that whole- we can talk in bed under my sheets. <laughs> yeah, that, that whole Wink. That whole thing. But <laughs> I have I, Netflix. I've, I've, men, men, okay. I've had a couple of women hit on me too, but men are ruthless, man. Mm-hmm. Ruthless when but, you're single. But the the amount of people who are gonna come to your support, like your real friends, like it's gonna be it's going to be more strength in numbers. So yeah. um, definitely let it let it be known. Let it go. You know, put that, hey, look, me and so-and-so are no longer in a relationship. Hey, friends and family, I need, I need your attention. Because what people discount is not only is there like that romantic aspect of a relationship that's no longer available, but your way of life, it takes 20, it takes 23 days to break a habit. And not only does it take 23 days to break a habit, it takes 23 more days to to install a new habit, right? If you've been in a relationship for more than 23 days, you have habits. That's all. And and Mm -hmm. what? That's going back to what you're talking about. You know, is it hard to break up with someone when you're living together? I didn't say that, but that's that's another point I was thinking. You become so used to this person living with you and stuff like that, that when they're gone, it's, it's, it's a complete shock. Even though it can be a good change. It's still a lot to deal with and handle, you know, change for me, change is hard. Change is really hard for me to deal with. Some people it's really easy, but most people that was difficult for me. Like with my second relationship, he moved in with me and when we broke up, he obviously left and mm. it was, I mean, I was depressed for yeah. a long like you, time. You like, remember that you had to drag me out the house to go on a hike. Yeah, you have a new... I know. And then during the hike, you were being all emotional. I was sad. Jasmine was helping me. So, and then we went to Buffalo Wild Wings after and you got super mad at the server. Oh, God. Because it took how long to give us water. It was like, what the fuck are you doing? But anyways. um, (laughs) Well, anyways, yeah. uh, None of that around here. (laughs) Get a good support group. um, Definitely separate yourself from it. And... Get the the healthy closure Megan was talking about earlier. You know, delete photos. No, no, hold on to those photos. I know they were good memories, but delete them. Um, they'll still be memories. That's the great thing about memories is they're in your in your in your mind. But if they're on your phone and you're able to visualize them, see them, you're not creating that proximity. I think it just depends on how how as a person you can get closure. For me, my memories and stuff, I have in my Snapchat 
all of my memories. So when I look back, I'll see stuff from like four years ago and I'll have my ex in it. But like when I watch it, I don't have any feelings for it. It's just curious. It's just cool to see like what was happening at that time because I can remember the days of like when, like what happened that day. But like if I see them, I don't watch them and be like, oh, I miss him. You know what I mean? I don't feel like you have to delete everything for closure. If you're not in a relationship and you're new to the breakup, I would advise you to delete things that, I mean, I get it. You know, those memories in your Snapchat or Facebook, whatever, may pop up year by year. And after that year, you may be over it. But you who knows when, when one's going to pop up. So my advice would be to get rid of it, you know, because. I think it depends on the situation, in my opinion. By the time you're over it and then it pops up, cool. Then you're over it. But not everybody's like that. Um, I personally am not like that. If Once I'm out of a relationship, if I see a memory, like it, they mean a lot to me. So, you know. I don't want to see it. I get rid of everything soon as I soon as I can. I I, I get rid of it. One, I, I don't really have a problem getting rid of sentimental things either. Like, I I can detach myself from sentimental stuff pretty would quickly. Would you Would you make your significant other get rid of some stuff? Um, like if she had something from a past I, relationship, I would you make, make her do that? I wouldn't make my significant other do anything, but I would for myself get rid of everything. Would you be mad if she kept something? Like, let's say if Jasmine kept something from, I know you, I know the situation, but let's say she kept something from a past relationship. I need to know why. And it depends on what it is. If it's a a kissing photo, yeah, you got to get rid of that shit. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. We're not doing no kissy photos. We're not doing no holding hand photos. We're not doing no cuddle photos. We're not doing no romantic photos. Get the fuck away from those. Now, if we're talking about, hey, I was kicking it with so-and-so's family and me and -and so-and-so's family got really close and I missed them. I want to keep this photo, even though Johnny's in the photo. Can I keep it? Sure. I get that. Like, that's one of the hardest things about breakups is sometimes you got to break up with the family, too. And you may actually. Oh, that is the worst. We didn't even talk about that. That would have been so good. (laughs) You may actually like the family. But, um, no, I'm not going to make my partner get rid of anything that I feel like isn't compromising to our relationship. If it, if I feel like it's compromising to our relationship, then yeah, you got to yeah, get rid of that. Yeah. Well, it's like for me, I have like memory boxes. I don't ever really look at the stuff now. Why do women do that? I forget everything. Okay. So like when I look at something, I can remember that day. I'm like, oh, this was a really nice day. But my memory is shit. That must be a woman thing. Because I know a lot of women wow. have memory boxes. I hope. Well, I don't know how to react to that, but I have a couple <laughs> of them and I have, I have all types of stuff from like my past relationships, but like, I don't look at them and still hold that feeling of what they meant to me. It's just a memory to me. Like I, my mom has that. My mom has a box of memory stuff from high school and she has trinkets or whatever from past relationships. She can look at them now and just like talk about them, but they don't mm-hmm. mean emotionally to her. Like what, what they meant at that moment. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I have, a, I have a memory box too. <laughs> but it's Good nothing job, It's nothing romantic, okay? It's all things from me childhood. Me childhood. <laughs> I don't have none of that stuff Okay, anymore. Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways. Um, well, I think we could we could wrap it up or end it here. Um, I think we covered pretty much a lot of the good stuff. And this is, you know, for the people who are watching, we will definitely come back and... Uh, you know, explore these topics again. You know, we, we yeah. are some of our earlier episodes, you know, like the friend zone, um, even modern dating will constantly, you know, reinstall those episodes. We might because, remix those and just honestly just redo them because those are one of our first episodes of our podcast. And well, we've come so far, honestly. Yeah. And it's, it's less about the redoing and more so just about things change. Things change. That's true. Our perceptions changes, you know, um, this podcast is going to grow with me and Megan as we get new experiences. So, and who knows, you know, we may even add a third person. I don't know. Well, we already have a third person. Not we have a, a female. Bartender, so Megan doesn't want a female. I would love a second female. I don't get along with females. I, I get along with guys. Great. We could do another guy and be fine. Talk to both of you guys. Somebody I was great that. on sh- I was, first off, I was great on shit talk. Okay, you can't even tell me that I wasn't. It, I would be fantastic if we had a third person, just not a female. Yeah, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. Well, anyways, um, once again, if you are watching this on YouTube, feel free to subscribe. Make sure you like the video and hit the bell for notifications. If you're listening to this on any of our streaming services, please follow us so that way you get 
any type of notification for any Arctic House podcast because we have multiple out and mm-hmm. we have more coming pretty soon here. So I'm Some really, really excited cool about that. Stuff. Um, everybody who's watching, I just want to express that I really, really appreciate you all. Um, you know, even though we're, we're, we're just getting started and the numbers may not reflect the thousands or the millions of, of views or, or listens or whatever, I appreciate the few because at the end of the day, the fact that you're taking your time out of your day to listen to me and Megan share our opinions about Why do you guys say it like that? Because we're not doctors and shit. I know, so. but you could say it with like, you could just say it different. I don't know. I didn't like that. My my sign language is all fucked up. But anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, once again, thank you very much for, for, for listening. This is the happy hour. And y'all have a good night.